a returning guest, a guy that covers the Eagles for the Athletics, and delighted to welcome in Bo Wolf. Bo, um, it's been a while, man. How are you doing? Doing very well. How are you guys? Doing good. It's been a, it's been a decent time for Philadelphia, Colin, hasn't it? I mean, like this, this, the, the city of Philadelphia. I genuinely wish that we were in Philadelphia. And while I say this, Bo, just so it's on the air, Mark, who's not here tonight, has given us his pick. He's picking the Eagles on Thursday night. Um, but yes, uh, Bo, obviously, w- welcome back in. Um, what a season so far. And we're only into week nine. What a season, and and what a season for both teams, as you as you hinted at, uh, with the, with the Phillies going going crazy right now. But yeah, I mean, undefeated. Um, I think I think even the most optimistic Eagles fans didn't didn't quite see this coming, and it has been um, it has been well earned. It's not just that uh, they've taken advantage of an easy schedule. They are one of the two or three best teams in the league, far and away, and and uh, they have earned every right of that of that seven and zero record. Yeah, absolutely. And that's thanks in, in large part to, to Howie. And what what a turnaround from, you know, the, the mess of the Carson Wentz situation and the contract, the Jalen Rieger tra- uh, draft pick, which, you know, uh, was like an albatross around his neck for a time. And then all of a sudden, over the past few years, I mean, he's really put a, a stellar roster together. There's no, you don't look at the Eagles roster and think there's an obvious weakness. Yeah, there might be better players in other in certain positions around the league, but there's no obvious weakness. Is is how I mean we we will come to Jalen Hurts and maybe the MVP conversation. Howie is surely the outstanding candidate for exec of the year, right? Well, it's interesting, and and you know I think if you look at everything he did this offseason, it's a good re- uh, reminder um, of two things. One is is the importance of like optionality and and staying flexible, like. If you ask Howie what he thinks he's best at as a general manager, it's the fact that he's involved in everything. Like what keeps him up at night is the possibility that there could be someone available who he doesn't realize is available, right? Um, and he and he wants to be involved in everything so that he can be nimble when things change. It's also a reminder of like how much luck plays into this because Jalen Hurts has been awesome, and if Howie Roseman could have acquired Russell Wilson, he would have. He, you know, what I mean, he tried to. They, the Eagles tried to acquire Deshaun Watson. Like both of those things could have happened, and they would have pushed Jalen Hurts to the side and never seen him take this jump. At wide receiver, they tried to trade for Calvin Ridley. Then he got suspended. They they fell back on that. They tried to sign Allen Robinson, and then he chose to sign with the Rams. They were involved in Christian Kirk. Uh, that price got too high for them. And so then they were sitting there on draft night, and AJ Brown was available. And obviously, like if if you're look if, if you're thinking of uh, the Eagles right now with Russell Wilson at quarterback and Allen Robinson at wide receiver, I don't think we'd be talking seven and zero. So uh, you give him a lot of credit for um, sometimes the moves that he didn't make, and then you know staying involved and in, in being able to pick up a guy like James Bradbury in May when he gets released by the Giants, trading for CJ Gardner Johnson. Uh, on roster <clears throat> cut down day, excuse me. He has done a good job fortifying this roster, and I'm with you. There are no, at least in the you know the the uh, top 22 players, top 25 players, there are no glaring weaknesses on this team. It's it says a lot when when like you're really hemming and hawing over. I don't know. Do we trust the third safety? Like there are there are worse problems to have. Talked uh, both before you came on, Bo, and honestly, just every Monday or every recap show so far this season about Jalen Hurts um, 
and, and how surprised I think a lot of us have been, surprised everyone's really been in terms of the progression that he's made as a quarterback. His athleticism has improved, his power, he just looks stronger, but he's really evolved. And is that something that you see in common as somebody that follows his team? Because I just, I could not see that progression coming this season. I thought he would take a step up, but to get to the performance level that he's at has been, it's, it's great to watch as, as a neutral. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I said in the, in the summer um, that if he played this season like he was playing during training camp, he would <clears throat> win, like he, the Eagles would win the division and he would be the long-term starting quarterback. And I underrated him like by a, by a big degree. He's outpaced that by, by a mile. And he's sort of like single-handedly turning me into an intangibles guy uh, because all you ever heard was like, we don't know what his ceiling is, but whatever it is, he's going to reach it. And, you know, I sort of like scoffed at that, but now, now I believe it. Like the guy is wired to really get the most out of everything. Um, <clears throat> and it is, it has been really impressive. He has improved in his uh, ability, ability to throw the ball over the middle of the field. I think AJ Brown gets a lot of credit for that. He's been so much more calm in the pocket. Uh, his accuracy has improved. His decision-making has improved. He's been awesome. Yeah, I I get a whole host of things wrong, Bo, but I I, I was early on the the Jalen Hurts hype train, and uh, he he has uh, lived up to it. I just love the attitude. I love the certainly from five thousand miles away, he appears to be a, a, an incredible leader um, of the offense. But turning to to the defense, um, you know that that's an area where last year, obviously, the the one of the the biggest criticisms was around the um, edge and getting to the QB and not getting <laughs> enough pressure, not getting enough sacks. Um, they made some moves, obviously brought, brought in Hassan Reddick and now uh, have brought in uh, Robert Quinn, who may have the opportunity to become the first man to play 18 games in uh, That's right. the NFL. I suppose just, um, I know um, Jordan Davis has gone on IR and I know you did a piece for the um, the Athletic uh, earlier in the week where you mused, could could they make a move potentially for a no- nose tackle? Um, that didn't really end up, up happening. But how, like, how impressed have you been? Because last year there was a lot of talk again around like they were too soft. It was there was too much on the the bend don't break. But we know Vic Fangio has been hanging out, hanging about in maybe a consultancy role. So talk to us about this uh, Philadelphia Eagles defense. Yeah, I mean, if you want to really give Howie Roseman credit, um, I think the defense is the place to do it. Um, he, he improved every level of the defense this offseason. He talked about the pass rush last year, second worst in the league in terms of sack rate. They go out and, and sign Hassan Reddick. Uh, they draft, they move up for Jordan Davis, who changes structurally what they are able to do on defense. They can play those odd man fronts and allow Javon Hargrave to be a pass rusher, free things up for guys like Josh Sweat on the outside. Um, you bring in Kaiser White, who's been very good, and TJ Edwards has made a leap at linebacker. You add J- James Bradbury, who has been awesome, uh, like better than advertised, and then and you you, you have... C.J. Gardner-Johnson to pair with Marcus Epps, so it's been improved at every level. Um, the big thing that they are doing on defense is the one part of this run that you wonder whether it's sustainable, uh, and that's turning teams over. Um, their, you know, their turnover differential is far and away the best in the league. I think it's plus 14 right now. Um, and, and I sort of 
I, I'm more willing to buy that their ability to protect the ball on offense is sustainable than I am willing to buy that their ability to force teams over is sustainable. So uh, we'll see what happens when that regresses to the mean, which I expect it to. But even beyond that, they, you know, they have been uh, better in every way. They've been um, less predictable than they were last year, sending blitzes at a higher rate, sending bigger blitzes at a higher rate. Their coverages are, are not quite as predictable. And they're just like their their talent on defense is sort of coordinator proof to some degree. Hassan Redick has been awesome. Uh, they're getting to keep everybody fresh. That's a big reason why you bring in Robert Quinn, uh, because this is a team that expects to play deep into January, you know, potentially February. They want to make sure that uh, they have enough fresh legs down the stretch. And so Robert Quinn helps them do that. Bo, um I, I I know you focus mainly on the Eagles, but I feel like we have to try and discuss just the NFC generally. It's very sporadic in terms of performances so far this season, to say the least. You know, you got the Eagles, you got the Cowboys, you got the Vikings, and maybe outside of that, maybe okay, maybe the Niners because they were unbelievable last weekend, and they you feel like they could go on a big run now with uh, bringing McCaffrey and. Um, there hasn't been a better time for a team like the Eagles to just grasp a conference like this. Uh, have you been surprised at how poor some of the teams have been? And I'm, 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 I'm not trying to be down on on the league in terms of general productivity or general enjoyment of watching it. It, it just has, it seems that the NFC has taken a little bit of a step down and certain teams are really finding that good because they can try and get ahead now. But like I, I think at the Bucks, I think at the Rams, it's been a bit of a struggle for some teams so far. Packers, yeah. yeah, Packers as well. Yeah. I, I I feel like I'm saying a bad word when I say it, but yes, Packers, yeah, absolutely. I think I think this is sort of what the league is on on both sides this year. I, you know, I sort of feel like there's the Bills, the Eagles, and the Chiefs, maybe the Cowboys, and then after that, like anybody can beat anybody. Like there aren't. I mean, the Texans are bad. Don't get me wrong, but maybe everybody else besides the Texans, like. The, the level is, is pretty flat, I feel like, right? Like, you know, you have the, the Browns blowing out the Bengals and, the, you know, the Browns were losing, had lost four games in a row. Um, I mean, that happens with division games all the time, but I, I sort of feel like there is um, a much wider middle, like the bell curve of the NFL is, is much fatter this year than, than I can remember in past years. Um, and, and, you know, to your point, I think that, that does uh, mean that the Eagles have a real golden opportunity here. I mean, the the situation with, with only one buy is a really nice thing. And I think their odds right now of, of being the one seed in the NFC are like 70% uh, on, on football outsiders. And so uh, for like halfway through the season, that's, that's pretty monumental. And I suppose, um, boy, one of the, the things that, um, you know, um, gets undervalued at times is the kind of consistency of the coaching staff. And obviously, look, this time last year, um, you know, it was when the Eagles were really beginning to turn around. Nick Sirianni had, um, you know, handed off the play calling duties. They were leaning into what the the team did really well. I hope my Broncos might learn a little bit from from that. Um, but in terms of like the the rest of the the coaching staff, um, Gannon and Stricken, do you think that um, you know we're we're looking at the and obviously the Eagles have to continue to do it, but you're looking at the the, the way in which the rest of the schedule might play out. They they look that you know they definitely go to the playoffs. It depends how deep they go. 
But other teams have got to be looking and thinking, we might take one of these guys for, for our head coach. Uh, you know, could could they both be up for head coaching positions, uh, interviews at least at the end of the year? Yeah, I would I would be surprised if they're not. Um, you know, I think Connor Orr from Sports Illustrated did a, a list the other day of, of his top um, coaching candidates from people he's talked to, and, and Shane Steichen was number one on that list, the Eagles offensive coordinator. And we know that Jonathan Gannon got several interviews last year and, and fared pretty well from what uh, like we say. Um, I would be surprised if like even quarterbacks coach Brian Johnson uh, doesn't maybe get some, some opportunities to interview. Um, and I think that's a real dynamic. Like this Eagles team does feel like it's a little bit ahead of schedule, but the looming of the, the quote unquote brain drain of like the coaching staff getting, getting picked over. That's real. Um, like that, it th- things change year to year. You saw it in 2017 when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Frank Reich leaves, John Filippo leaves, and things aren't quite um, as you know fully functioning uh, the next season. And so, I think there is like to some degree, we don't know that Nick Sirianni is going to be able to backfill that staff in, in, in a great way. Uh, it's just an unknown. And so, I think there is like a, a, a bit of a fear of what comes next. But last one for me, I you know it's it's hard over here to catch up on baseball just with the times. I don't understand why it's starting at three minutes past the hour tomorrow night. And Colum said before, Colum said just before you came on, he reckons the NFL will get higher ratings than if I mean Colum just to confirm you said that, yeah, you, you think that this Eagles game will get higher ratings tomorrow well, night. Well, when when I see that a preseason and I, the Amazon thing is the the, the wild card in this, but the stat right, that's ga- the only thing that holds holds Game up. six of the Stanley Cup where the Colorado Avalanche clinched it was absolutely annihilated by a preseason game um, <laughs> between, was it the, the Lions and, I can't remember who the Lions were playing. They certainly weren't playing a rival. This wasn't yeah. like two heavyweights going at it. And is it, I'm a, Bo, I'm a, I don't know if you'll know exactly, but it's something like 98 of the top 100 TV programs in America last year were NFL games. It is king. Like, it's so far ahead of everything else. It is insane. It is. Uh, I, the only thing that, that makes it even a toss-up is the Amazon thing, as you said. But um, I think I think I would still lean on, on football. You can't, you can't go wrong betting on football. Well, aside from losing all your money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Michael and Brian are, are the, the gamblers. Uh, if I if I didn't have bad luck, I ha- I'd have no luck. So I steer well clear of that. But but we always enjoy having you on. And uh, hopefully uh, I can make it back to Philly at some point in the not too distant future. But for our viewers and listeners on this side of the Atlantic who want to check out more of your stuff, where can they find you? You can uh, see everything I've got on, on Twitter at Bo underscore Wolf, W-U-L-F, um, although I don't know how much long Twitter will last. So uh, <laughs> The Athletic is where you can find me, Bo Wolf, and uh, Birds with Friends is our Eagles podcast, which I do with my colleague, Zach Burke. Fantastic. Uh, and maybe... Maybe see you in Arizona in a few months. I don't want to. I don't want to start jumping the gun maybe. here, but maybe. And we we will definitely get you a pint again as a still. But uh, really appreciate your support both from when you first come on to now and uh, enjoy the next few weeks in Philly. I think you're going to have a special time. So thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the game. Thank you. Cheers.